What is up, kangaroo chasers? Well, Super League has kicked off. The NRL is just around the corner. And I'm more excited than I've been for Rugby League in a couple of years. Of course, it's been a weird couple of years. COVID, rule changes, World Cups postponed. But we're back, baby. And I'm pretty pumped. It's It feels like the longest off-season, but NRL is almost back. Super League is here. And I just want to talk to you guys. So without any further ado, I'm Michael Carboni. And this is a Golden Points episode of the Chasing Kangaroos podcast. Well, guys, welcome back to the pod. You haven't heard much of me for a little while. Uh, I've been sort of keeping quiet in the background, been pretty busy in real life. Of course, we've had a few other uh, podcasts join us. So we've got, of course, Chasing Jillaroos, Big T and Mary Kay doing a great job with their NRLW podcast. That's about two episodes deep. And they'll keep going right through till the end of this NRLW season. Of course, also, you would have heard myself and Nate Gladden on the Rugby League in America reboot, and Nate and the gang are getting ready for their next episode, so you can expect to hear that right here soon, and that will continue right here on the Chasing Kangaroos media, on the Chasing Kangaroos podcast network. Uh, but what about Chasing Kangaroos? Well, that's we've got a few things in the works there. It's going to be a little bit different this year. I can't wait to share it with you. Um, been pretty pumped about it. Of course, it's a World Cup year, so that's going to be exciting. Uh, but I'm not ready to get started just yet. So I'll pop in from time to time with Golden Points episodes like this, maybe with a couple of Ask Carbs episodes. So if you want to ask some questions, feel free to do so. You can get me on Instagram and Facebook at Chasing Ruse. You can get me on Twitter at Chasing Ruse Pod. There's also at Chasing Ruse on Twitter, but that's our ChasingRuse.com shop page, which is run by Phil Brown. So at him as well, ask him some questions. Uh, he might answer them too. But if you want to get on any future Ask Carbs episodes, ask some questions, send me a DM uh, as we lead up to season four of Chasing Kangaroos podcast. Really excited. But as I said right at the top, rugby league is back. It seems like the longest off season ever. And the last couple of years have been weird, right? We've been... It's been COVID, there's been rule changes, we've had World Cups postponed, and I haven't been feeling it. You know, you've heard some podcasts with me, a little bit down in the dumps, disappointed with how things are going, but there's something about 2022, I feel like it's back, very excited about this World Cup. The Indigenous All-Stars, Māori All-Stars, kicked off a couple of nights ago, and it was just amazing stuff to see, I really love it, and I'll talk a little bit about that later on. Um, there seems to be a vibe in the UK that we don't normally see. So normally there's a lot of negativity over there. But, you know, we've got two French teams in the Super League. Uh, we've got Channel 4 over there showing some rugby league games with, with Adam Hills. And um, that's exciting over there. Everyone I speak to over there is pumped for it. So Channel 4, just um, for, for the Aussies, just, so, just to give you some context, that's a national terrestrial channel. So think of Channel 4 as like Channel 9, what we get. We get a lot of games on Channel 9. They're not going to get that many Super League games on Channel 4. There'll be a few, but it still gives them a national audience, which they don't normally get. So normally there's three or four games a week on Sky. I think it's three games on Sky. So again, for the Aussies over here, that's kind of like Foxtel showing our NRL. But they're going to get games on Channel 4, which is national coverage, not just people who have Sky. And everyone in the UK seems really excited about that, which is really cool. So all the UK Rugby League fans, I should say, very excited about it. There's a whole heap of positivity there. Um, they feel like 
the game is going to you know be able to jump onto the platform it deserves so for me exciting stuff of course but really keen to see how the general public react how general sports fans in the uk react what they think about it if there's an appetite and if channel 4 want to take on some more games and of course being a world cup year world cup in the uk um, a successful english world cup men women and wheelchair hopefully all three for them could be a really good year for rugby league in the uk could be the rebirth and we talk about the french renaissance of rugby league and we've all been very excited about that could be a mini english renaissance this year too so let's see how that goes exciting stuff because golden points we talk about some news from all the way around the world um, of course you can listen to any old podcast to hear about the nrl to hear about the super league but for us we want to talk about some different things in there as well we'll chuck in some nrl and super league from time to time but um, just want to share some love for some of our brothers and sisters playing rugby league all the way around the world at the very grassroots levels and, and above in some cases as well. So we're going to start with some news that came to us earlier in January. And it was about the MEA Rugby League Championship, the MIA Championship, which I think this is the fourth iteration of it. And this one will be hosted by Ghana. Uh, in 2022 from 29 September to the 2nd October. So there'll be four nations taking place. It's Ghana, of course, the champions. Uh, last time around, Nigeria, Morocco and Cameroon will be the fourth nation there. So Nigeria won it, I think it was, oh, putting myself on the spot here, was it 2020? Or it might have been 2019. I think it was 2020, the last time the MIA championship took place. Nigeria took it out. Um, it's going to be hotly contested. Ghana... Uh, Nigeria, Cameroon, Morocco, all doing great things, growing the game. I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing and speaking to a lot of people from all of these nations, and it's great to see the enthusiasm they have for the sport, and some really talented athletes who, you know, if they can get some a couple of generations worth of rugby league into them, could be some exciting talent coming out of Africa. That's for sure. But MIA Championship, really exciting part of the world, and a couple of questions that sprung to mind for some people um, immediately I saw them on Twitter people DMing me so first of all um, South Africa and Lebanon where are they I mean these are the two strongest nations in that Middle East Africa region and they're not playing in this competition so a lot of people had questions um, the answer is think of this year as a MIA B so in the same way that we have Euro ABC and we saw the Netherlands take out the Euro C slash D in Turkey late in 2021, which will see the Netherlands elevated to Euro B next time. This is the same kind of thing. So the winner of Ghana, Nigeria, of Morocco and Cameroon will be elevated to the MEA A next year, where they'll take on South Africa and Lebanon. And the winner will go straight through to the 2025 World Cup in France, which is really exciting stuff. So that's why we're not seeing South Africa and Lebanon in the MIA Championship this year. We're going to see them next year with the champs of this one. Uh, the other question I heard was, what about other nations like Kenya, for example? Um, again, very simple answer. Kenya, not members of the IRL just yet, or at least they weren't at the time that the MIA was announced, which leads me to my next golden point. Golden point, Kenya. And again... In January, the Kenyan Rugby League Federation were announced as a member, observer member of the International Rugby League. Actually, Quicks Naywaka, 
was a guest of mine all the way back in episode 75 of Chasing Kangaroos. Yep, 75. It was called Getting Serious in Kenya. I recorded it, I think, in like July 2020. So it was, man, seems like ages ago. Quicks told us all about their plans. And um, we're starting to see that coming into fruition as Kenya Rugby League Federation becomes members of the International Rugby League, which is really exciting. So it means they'll be able to play in future MIA championships as well. And in fact, Kenya have a couple of games coming up against South Africa. So games that were meant to take place last year, uh, they were postponed for obvious reasons. So Kenya playing South Africa, I think March 26, and another game in early April as well. Now, Golden Point uh, over to the USA, where we heard... uh, some news about the NARL kicking off Saturday, May 21st for round one. We don't know where they're playing just yet. We don't know any locations at all. We've heard it had a schedule for round one. So we know New York are playing Toronto. We know Cleveland are playing Atlanta. And we know Washington, D.C. are playing Team Six. <laughs> and um, I was very surprised to see that announcement come out. I think it may have come out prematurely by one of the clubs and then the rest had to follow suit. Um, so I had a lot of questions, obviously, as to who Team 6 is. Um, and from what I understand, that has been decided. Um, we're waiting to hear who it is officially. Um, I won't say anything yet. I'm actually going to leave it to our boys over at the Rugby League in America reboot podcast uh, to talk all about that one so i'm actually going to leave that golden point alone for now Uh, golden point over to germany where catalan halfback josh drinkwater and his cowboys brother scott drinkwater have committed to their heritage in the lead up to france 2025 uh, the qualification anyway Uh, the brothers of course qualify for germany via their german grandfather yeah, good stuff, and I hope we see more of that. Uh, wouldn't it be cool to see Germany up there? That's pretty exciting stuff. Guys, golden point to Malta, Macedonia. Nah, golden point to Leichhardt, actually, where Malta defeated the Macedonia Rugby League 54-6 to at Leichhardt Oval. Now, guys, if you want to check out highlights from the day, some great interviews with Paul Gallen, with Mike Levy, with Jeff Fennick, Tasbia Terry was there. Uh, go check us out on the Chasing Ruse TV channel over on YouTube. Phil Brown runs that. Uh, he runs Beers with Brownie. He goes out to all these games. And this time around, he had Mike, the NRL outsider, and Ollie from Rugby League, in my opinion, out there with him, um, giving us some some updates and, and some interviews. It was really cool, really great to watch. I couldn't be there at Leichhardt over, unfortunately. But a great day, and good to see some heritage, uh, some, some Maltese, and North Macedonian boys representing their heritage. Um, always really great to see. And, you know, they're, they're trying to build something over here, trying to raise funds to, to get things going in their respective home nations. And, look, we see a lot of that heritage stuff over here, especially in the pre-season uh, in Sydney, Brisbane, other parts of New South Wales and Queensland. I think it's pretty cool. And um, some I have heard little whispers that a lot of these heritage nations, in particular New South Wales-based so the heritage sides uh, are going to be getting together and working together more often or, more, you know, collectively with a goal in mind. And it's exciting stuff. 
and you'll have to watch this space for more news. Uh, golden point, let's go to Brazil. I want to talk about Otavio Guiomares, and I probably pronounced that incorrectly, so feel free to, to correct me, guys. Uh, Otavio became the first Brazilian domestic player to earn a year spot in an overseas squad. So he's received an invitation from the Noosa Pirates to play in their under-18s competition, which is really cool for him. Uh, 17 years old, he played his first senior rugby league last year in Brazil. He played nines uh, for the Minas Miners over there before taking part in their, in their championship for the Rio Sharks. Um, he's expected to line up for Brazil in a couple of friendlies while he's here in Australia. So Brazil, they're playing Vietnam and South Africa later this year. And Otavio is going to get some great experience. So stuff like that we love to hear. I want to see more like scholarships for players around the world in Australia. I think that's really cool. Uh, speaking of really cool, this is probably the biggest news for me. It's something I've been hoping for for a little while. Uh, the Cavite Silktails will kick off their season with a trial match against the PNG Hunters. That's right. The Fiji inside the, P the Cavite Silktails will play the the PNG Hunters for the Melanesian Bowl. Uh, all the money is going to be raised. Uh, all the money raised, sorry, will go towards helping their neighbours in Tonga, devastated by the undersea volcanic eruption in January. So um, it's for a good cause, and I'm pumped. So of course, the Silk Tails play in the Ron Massey Cup here in New South Wales. PNG Hunters in the Queensland Cup. A lot of great Fijian and Papua New Guinean talent. You're going to see World Cup class talent there. A few of these boys will be playing in the World Cup later in the year. Uh, and when I say right there, I, of course, mean Runaway Bay, which is uh, on the Gold Coast, 26th of February this year. So if you're up on the Goldie, make sure you're watching the Cavite Silktails and PNG Hunters. We'll be watching it closely. Um, and I hope this is the kind of thing that can happen every year. Guys, Golden Point, uh, let's talk a little bit about that All-Stars game. So, of course, the Maori, uh, New Zealand Maori side defeated the Australian Indigenous 16-10. to it went right down to the wire. It was nearly a draw right at the end. Uh, really exciting stuff. For me, as always, and I'm not ashamed to say it, but the, the war cries at the start, probably the most exciting part. I have to stop. No matter what I'm doing, I have to watch the war cries, whether it's Harkers or whether it's Fijian Prayers or where Sippy Towers, or in this case, the Maori Haka and the Indigenous war cry. Um, these get better every year. The game gets better every year. And I don't know what it is for me, but, you know, we haven't had a, like, kangaroos versus kiwis test in a couple of years. So these All-Stars games have sort of taken on the meaning of that for me. Great to see the Maori win this one after a draw last year. But um, it's just something about rugby league. We do culture well. You know, we'll, we touched on Heritage Cups earlier. You know, whether it's Puerto Rico in the U.S. or Roots, you know, in the U.S., or whether it's Malta or Italy or Macedonia or whatever it is here in Australia, um, we do heritage, we do culture really well. Um, the respect that the NRL shows for Indigenous Australians in particular is unlike anything that we've seen in this country ever before by any, um, any organisation, sporting organisation or, or corporate or anything like that. Um, they've really elevated, you know, the awareness um, for our for our indigenous people and i think that's fantastic i hear a lot of our us based listeners for example they're in awe for this sort of stuff um because they don't really do anything like this over there for example so 
I think we're kind of leading the way. We're pioneering world sport, world culture. And I take my hat off to the NRL for doing it every single year. It's getting better and better. There's passion. Me as a neutral, you know, I'm not, I'm not indigenous. I'm not Maori. I don't, I'm, I'm completely neutral. And I love watching these games more and more each year. So it's fantastic. The only thing I would suggest is I'd love to see this played in New Zealand next year. Um, I've seen some people on Twitter mention Waikato or Rotorua. I think it would really take off as a concept over there. It would be really popular. I know, of course, you know we are the second favourite rugby in New Zealand, um, but we've when it comes to you know Pacific Islands, a, a Pacific Island heritage, people of Pacific Island heritage in New Zealand, rugby league is is gaining some dominance. And I think we have a chance to do that with the Māori heritage as well over there. They really would get behind this. And I want to see it next year. We're going to end on some Super League. Um, we're going to talk about the French side. So, of course, round one happened over the weekend. Mitchell Pierce over at Dragons Catalan. Um, not a great start for the French sides in round one, I must say. So the Dragons going down to the champions. Saints defeated them 28-8. to which um, grand final replay, nothing to be ashamed of really. Like the Saints are, you know, probably looking to be unbeatable for this year's grand final again. I think it'll be four times in a row for them if they can manage to do it, which would be incredible. So, look, Dragons have plenty of improvement, but, you know, interesting start. But it was Toulouse Olympique who had a home game against um, Huddersfield Giants. They went down 42-14. to So not the best start into Super League for Toulouse. And... Um, yeah, hopefully they can improve. Look, in the last, I think it's the last five years, the promoted team has been relegated immediately. Uh, for Toulouse, coming even second last is a win for them. They just need to stay in Super League. We've got our fingers crossed. I'm going to be really following both of our French sides very closely this year. And we'll try and give you some reports and updates, maybe even try and get a few players on if we can. Um, this season for Chasing Kangaroo. So we'll see how we go. But yeah, not the best start for our French sides, but we're going to follow you boys closely and um, all the best of luck for this year's Super League season. So guys, that's it. Chasing Kangaroos, Golden Points episode for February. Um, it's been great chatting to you, chatting to myself. I always feel like a crazy man doing this, but thank you so much for being a part of it. Thanks for listening. Please make sure you tell your friends about us. You know, Make sure you're sharing us on the socials. Let people know about this podcast because, as I said at the top, you get to hear about things that you're not hearing about on your on your mainstream NRL, Super League shows, channels, what have you. So if you love this sort of stuff, share it with your friends. I've been Michael Carboni. And thanks for chasing kangaroos with me.